Hello, everybody, and welcome to the wonderful world of wine. We are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone, exploring all things wine with you. You can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining Kim and I today on the wonderful world of wine. We're at the holiday season, and this is our holiday wine buying show. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, Kim. Thanks, Mark. You too. Ain't I love so the holiday fast. season. I'm, I was so ready for the holidays this year. <laughs> Your Amazon man is ready, right? Mm-hmm. Your Amazon ma- man is ready. Your Amazon, Amazon man. That's right. All of our, all of our delivery folks. <laughs> there you go. So, Kim and I were talking. It's we always do some sort of holiday show, be it gifts or pairings. And this year we thought we'd just focus on giving some tips. I'm sure Kim and I have different views on wine buying tips or holiday buying gifts here. And uh, we had a couple articles on some trends they're seeing for the holidays. So we'd like to uh, cover and give you some help for holiday gifts. So, Kim, how would you like to start? Do you have a, like a go-to recommendation gift or things not to do? There are a couple of different recommendations that I give for people because I certainly do get this question every holiday season. Oh, I have someone, my father-in-law likes wine. What should I get him? Or, you know, I need a gift for my boss and I want to get her a nice bottle of wine in such and such a price range. What do you suggest? So sometimes it's a little hard if you don't know what the person likes to drink or likes to eat. So trying to find a bottle that is a nice gift wine, but is also hopefully a safe route to go so that you can be fairly certain that the person will like the wine sometimes can be a little tricky. But I would say that uh, for gift giving, sometimes it's a little bit more fun to kind of go off the beaten path. Because I feel like with so much availability of wine these days, you can buy it online. We have our big wine wine grocery stores. We've got the little shops like yours, Mark. There are some brands that are just everywhere. So I would say stay away from those brands that you see in every store and get something a little bit more unique. I think that that will come across as a little more special and always ask the advice of whoever is working in the store. Say, hey, you know, I have this much money to spend. I would like something that not everyone has seen or that everyone is selling as a gift for whoever it is that you're giving your gift to. And whether it's red or white, there are going to be good quality wines in pretty much every price range. Whatever is comfortable for you to spend, a good wine shop will be able to find you a good bottle in whatever price range you feel comfortable with. Yeah, good advice. And that was my number one tip I had written down here is just don't buy the big brands when you're giving as a gift. And when you said it though, Kim, it it dawned on me, it's like a lot of people who don't drink wine or don't buy wine often probably don't know what a big brand is. So then you, you follow up to that and say, well, seek out someone in the store and ask them. And they might not know what a big brand is. They might just recommend something to you that they see selling all the time, which is probably a big brand. So it's tough to avoid that, especially if, if you go to certain stores where they only stock big brands. But it, you have to really think, and I say this all the time jokingly, when you give a gift, chances are someone's going to research that that gift or, or it's going to stand out 
and they're going to find out really cost of that gift and that yeah, wine. Yeah, you always say this. <laughs> yeah. And it's, so, it's really smart advice, especially you, now. You know, it even, never used to be this way. But if you do only want to spend $10, then there are, like Kim was saying, there are wines from all over the world you can get from $10. It doesn't have to be a big brand. So the price point is not the problem. It's just that if someone Googles it and finds out that there's 10 million cases and they see it being sold, the first thing that's going to come up is they're going to see all the stores selling it when it's Googled. So, so it's so big. That's what populates first. But ask for help and, and try to find something special. And I think this goes back to we did another show Kim about buying where we said don't just run in and buy the first thing you see or something that's stacked up so yeah take some time ask a question and just say I want something different but in whatever price point trying to stay away from something big and hopefully they'll put you in the the right direction and like you were saying too Kim about who's it for I mean this is big is it for the boss is it for family is it for a neighbor that's going to all play into what you select for a gift. And I, I think this year, luckily, we're going to see that grab gift and that boss gift come back because people really weren't having these get-togethers the last few years. Mm -hmm. It kind of started last year. The year before, definitely no. But I think this year it's back. So we're back to that grab gift idea. I had some like recommendations, what I thought was kind of a go-to gift idea that's people can't really figure it out or, or mm -hmm. looks like a good gift. I don't know if we want to go that direction, but sure. my number one thing was any French Bordeaux. Is a good idea. Is a good idea as a gift for any, for boss, for grab, because it goes back to the old chateau picture on the label. You can get phenomenal Bordeaux for $12 to $20. And you just can't go wrong with them. And a lot of people don't really explore them. So I think that is really a go-to gift idea. That's always my kind of recommendation, but uh -huh. number one recommendation. I think there is something to be said for the classics. My recommendation for don't buy something that everybody is familiar with is more about big brands and less about wine regions. So I completely agree with you that something classic like Bordeaux or Champagne is certainly, I think, always a welcome gift. Yeah. And I think if, if you look at the label and you can't kind of figure it out, it's kind of a good tip that that's a good gift <laughs> because it's confusing. <laughs> if it's right? confusing. It's, it's probably going to be confusing to the person receiving the gift too. That's an interesting way. <laughs> Here, here's yeah. a confusing gift for you for the holidays. Yeah. Now you said not big brand. So I know you're a sparkling wine person. Would you say gift sparkling, but also stay away from the big brand, right? Well, it's hard when it comes to champagne because it feels like every champagne out there is a big brand, right? Yeah. Well, there's a, there's good grower champagne, but you won't really find it as easy as yeah. big brands. It's harder to find. So what would be your recommendation for sparkling? Stick with the big brand at a certain price point or go with something unusual? Or I go with something unusual if you can find it. There's also excellent value in things like Cremant from other regions of France. But my go-to for sparkling wine drinkers, if you want something that is high end and slightly different and not everybody maybe has is French Accorda from Northern Italy, yeah, which is very much like champagne, usually without the price tag and is just unusual enough that it feels special and it feels different. So that I think is always something that's that's fun to buy for people. Yeah. And that was also on my list, Italian in general, 
anything Italian, similar to the Bordeaux thing. I think you can find so many good values. And, and it also plays on who you're giving it to. You know, is the person Italian? Is the por- person Portuguese? Or you can really put some thought into that wine gift, what they like based on their family, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Italian families would never refuse an Italian wine, right? <laughs> so, you know. And if you of- throw some cookies or some good cheese or something in there, then it makes it even better. Yeah. So Italy is, is on my list. Uh, Portugal's on my list. And not just Portuguese still wine, but you can, you know, dabble in port. Look at the port section because it is a really great wine to give as a gift because you can have it for all different reasons, occasions. You can have it with desserts. It has a little bit more kick to it. So I think people are not as used to it. So it's a unique gift item and you can mm-hmm. find them from, again, from $12 up all the way to $100 for vintage port. So uh, I think port is a, is a good recommendation. Anything else you think about uh, that stands out, Kim, for a gift? I was going to say, um, just... I was going to say Spanish reds too. Yeah. Spain, um, great value. Because again, that's an area that I don't think as many people have a familiarity with and you can really still get some amazing quality wines that don't break the bank. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, again, like you said, not big brands. So I think anything family owned or a small family winery, it's again, you you would have to have someone in the store to ask them what they recommend. That's a small producer. It's a great time at the holidays to support another family by buying their wine that you know, it's a family winery. So you're given two ways. You, you're given back to the person who made it and you're giving it as a gift to somebody. And you can pass that story along to the person when you give it to them. I like that. I was going to talk about the boss gift, Kim. Yeah. This is something someone will come in. This happens to me a lot. And they'll say, I want to get a wine for my boss. And right away they go to the expensive, which is big brand stuff too, like the cake bread, the duck horn, like things that they're not massively produced, but they're big name brands. Does that make sense? Like, would you consider like those wineries, like the go-to big brands yeah. for, like you know, well-known, well-known, um, and and I think that there we've talked before about there being a comfort value in those brands and those names that people look at and immediately know, oh, this is good quality. I feel like there is some reassurance when you purchase one of those bottles that, oh, you know, I'm definitely getting something that is good value, good quality, maybe not good value, but certainly good quality. And, you know, someone made the effort to find me a better wine and not just like something random off the shelf. But then on the other hand, I don't feel like there's as much creativity that goes into getting a bottle like that. Yeah. And I I always say if you want to spend $100, buy two $50 bottles Mm. to me instead of that one big name brand and that's more like special occasion you when you're gifting try to there's a, so many other things that you could really be unique that are great wines and give them two bottles for something unique if you want to spend and you still spend the same amount of money but that's one of the things that always gets so much i don't know i don't want to say negative feedback but a lot of pushback on when i ask them about you know the boss gift and try to steer them in another direction yeah well, you don't often. want to look bad in front of your boss. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I I don't know. It's a tough call, I guess. Tough call. Yeah, I get it. And about- it takes a certain amount of courage, I think, to kind of go a little bit outside one's comfort zone and do something slightly different if you're you're dealing with uh, giving a boss gift. How about this, Kim? That you, you have to get a gift for someone of the holiday and they're like 
someone like you, they're a wine lover, they know why. Do you think it's the hottest gift to get for someone that likes wine or you think it's the easiest? I wish people would give me wine more often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's such an, but it's such an easy gift it's, to give. I mean, it's obviously right? easy. Like, I don't know. I think people are intimidated, you know, and they're a little scared about getting the wrong wine. And, and I'm like, no, 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 just get me whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so it can wine... be intimidating if you have a wine lover on your gift list and you want to get them a bottle, but then you're like really nervous about getting just the right wine. But right. here's a little secret. There is no just the right wine. Follow this, you know, follow this advice that we're giving you today. And the wine lover on your list will be happy, especially if they like a variety of things. Just get them something different. Just don't get the same old, same old stuff. Yeah. And I also put into this category, the wine lover, the wine explorer. Yeah. So the person you know who has always wanted to explore more wines, they might not have the budget to do it where you can help them with a gift. You can put together some really unique gift ideas using wine. You, you can bring someone on a tour of a country or a region or a varietal and help them out in learning. Or you can gift a class that goes with wine. So, I mean, there's so much you can do for people who seek interest or love the wine. There's really nothing bad. I see a lot all the time it says the wine club. That that one to me makes me nervous to give as a gift because if they're sending them wines every month and you don't know what they like, they can explore it, but it might not be really good. Mm -hmm. What's your take on giving something like that, Kim, as far as a club or... Yeah, I tend to to shy away from them just because I know that there's not necessarily the highest quality wines that go into every wine club. You know, a lot of them are private label things or wines that are maybe not for the market and they're just needing to be gotten rid of. And so therefore they're part of a wine club. I mean, you and I are, are big into wine education, so we would always recommend giving a, a wine class. And there's all sorts of fun like wine stuff out there. There are wine games, there are, you know, aroma kits. There's all sorts of just fun wine related paraphernalia out there these days. Yeah. It's easy to get that wine love or something good this time of year for sure. Even a really good corkscrew. <laughs> gadgets. You know me gadgets. and my gadgets. Oh, you know, know how much you love your yeah. gadgets. You're listening to The Wonderful World of Wine, and we are your hosts, Mark and Kim. You can find more information about Mark on his website, franklinlickers.com, and more information about myself at commonwealthwineschool.com. And as always, you can find our past episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking holidays, holiday gifts for the wine lover on your list. And we've been talking a lot about kind of going outside your comfort zone and what to get for that wine lover and, uh, and to stay away from kind of those big name wines and go for something a little bit more unusual or a little off the beaten path. What other advice do we have for our listeners for uh, gift giving around the holiday season involving wine? You know, I want to bring it back to you. I'm glad you started with the big brand thing again. So say, Kim, I'll give my mother as an example. She is a white Zinfandel drinker. I'm sure many people know someone like this. They drink what they drink, right? So do you think it's good to take them off of that path or just get them what they like? Hmm. I think it depends on the person. You know your loved one 
better than I know your loved one. So if you know that they really would not be happy having another something <laughs> in their kitchen that yeah. they drink what they drink, then maybe what would make them happy is getting them their usual beverage. But I think it can't hurt to have a little something in the house just in case you have people over for dinner or you need a last minute gift yourself. You can just grab that bottle of wine <laughs> you know, yeah. that you've already got. A little re-gifting kind of thing. But, you know, I think if you know that you have someone on your list who who really only has one favorite and is sticking with it, I don't think there's any problem in giving them their favorite. Yeah. I always try to add something to it. You know, I I know just from, say, that White Zinfandel example, it's all mostly big brand or it's all big brand, but I know she also has a sweet palate and I know... Mm-hmm. She also likes, say, Asti Spumante, and I then I'll gravitate, maybe get her a Moscato or something like that. So that's yeah. where, again, I want to bring it around where there's big brands. If you ask for help and you know what they drink, you can be directed to other things because they know that person's profile. Right. That's a sweet profile. So, you know, what else do they like? Well, they like Asti. Well, hey, try Moscato because mm-hmm. Moscato is the grape in Asti Spumante, that type of thing. So there are a ton of directions you can go. If you want to get the person off that everyday wine that they drink. Yeah. There is something nice about knowing the general category that your loved one generally drinks. You know that they like California red blends. Then that is valuable information that you can bring shopping with you that hopefully the person that you are talking to at the wine store will be able to direct you to either something within that category, but that uh, the person is unfamiliar with or something slightly different that will also appeal to what they like about that, maybe that red blend category or what, whatever it is that they uh, regularly drink. Yeah, that's good advice. And if you want to do something in secret when you're over at someone's house or whatever, look at you know their wine rack and see what they have there. Chances are what they, they have there is what they like. And you can think of that when you're buying the gift. Just another tip. So can and a we... different route that oh, one sorry. can go, you know, if you yep. know that somebody has a favorite restaurant or a favorite cuisine or a favorite style of food, you know, maybe you know that they really like Italian food or you know that they really like Indian food. Work on getting something that would go with that particular cuisine. And I think focusing it on what they like to eat and then through that lens, you can find them something that would go with it, I think is also a a, a nice way to go. You know, the foodie in me. <laughs> right, right. No, good advice. Here's another thing I wrote down. I had to ask you, Kim, holiday time, you're gifting a, a bottle of wine. What do you put it in? What do you do? Do you do you put it in a gift bag? Do you wrap it up special? Because I just read an article about all these different ways to wrap a bottle. And what I see every year is, I mean, we sell the standard bottle bags that you mm-hmm. see everywhere and people, they'll say, I need a gift that they buy. Oh, you get a bag and then you stuff it in. They write on the guy and that's it. Like, do you put any thought into what you put the wine in? Is it in a gift basket? Like you said, with food or? I mean, if it's just a bottle of wine, I'm guilty of just the the little wine bag. The gift bag. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll wrap it in yeah. some tissue paper and put it in a nice wine bag, but that's pretty much how I give my wine gifts. If it's part of a bigger present, you know, if I'm doing a cheese and, you know, some wine tchotchkes and, you know, I don't know, olives or or whatever, then yeah, then I will put it in a larger, uh, maybe more of a gift baskety kind of thing. But if it's a single bottle, I am very happy just doing a wine bag. Stuff in a bag. <laughs> you know, our listeners are probably, I, I was amazed. I saw there's this whole catalog of this online that you can find different types of boxes and 
wooden boxes and oh wow all yeah all i'm very curious things. now i i yeah. didn't realize that there was this whole sector of uh wine gift packaging <laughs> oh yeah all different you know the cellophane bags or mm, regular okay. bags Those I've seen. then there's leather bags and burlap bags and then they go wow. into boxes where they're latched or locked so if someone wants to get say a ten dollar bottle and then a twenty dollar box you know <laughs> that can be reused for something that's a different way to go and then those can be reused yeah i saw i'm a, one, I'm a big one for reusing the packaging one italian producer was putting a box with um a scarf with instructions mm. how you can wrap the bottle in a scarf and Ooh. then the, then the person has a scarf to wear after they're done with their bottle oh, which i, I nice. thought was a good idea. of course the scarf had the winery name on it of so course know, <laughs> you know, but that's an idea you can use a scarf or something like that sure. as another gift so we saw a couple articles too we had to just mention some numbers i thought were interesting about holiday wine buying habits one of them was saying that 50 percent of drinkers of wine do have a wine budget which i thought was very interesting because i don't budget do you cam every year say oh i got a budget no. So much for my beverages every year. No. <laughs> yeah. But they said their budget is lower than it was last year. Of course. But I mean, it, it makes sense if you, I mean, if you budget the rest of your expenses for your everyday life, then I think that makes sense because if you know that you have X number of dollars with which to dine out with every month or, you know, your grocery budget is X, Y, Z, then you don't want to be blowing your finances on wine and oh, your wine, yeah. wine, whatever. So, yeah, it makes sense that, I mean, even if it's not written down, but kind of having an idea in the back of your mind that you have only a certain amount to, to spend on wine. Sure. I get that. And they said 23% will spend 150 plus for wine at the holidays which for hosting I, or for gifting or for said, just drinking it, it, it just said in general so i would assume that's total which if you're gifting or hosting it's not really much right a couple yeah. of cases maybe so i that's that was kind of weird 57 percent of the people are going to be drinking red which is about right this time yeah, of year right that sounds right and especially, I mean, consider it, consider, you know, what we tend to have on the holiday table. You know, I, I'm sure a lot of people do roasts and there's probably some more turkey that goes around Christmas time, maybe some sort of fancy meat dish on New Year's. So, you know, that's that's red wine. That's red yeah. wine food. So that makes sense. And there were other couple interesting stats. Drinkers of reds will gift reds. Hmm. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know about you, Kim, but if I'm going to someone's house, I'm chance I'm bringing something. I'm hoping they're opening that. I'm going to drink because, because <laughs> you know, I'm a red drinker, so I'll bring a red. But but you shouldn't uh, see. I, I think that that is something that you know people shouldn't expect that if you bring a gift bottle, it will get opened at yeah the the time that you're there. So don't go in with the expectation yeah. of, oh, I'm gonna give this to somebody, but we're gonna pop it open at the party. You know, <laughs> you yeah. you might be disappointed. You gotta educate me on that, Kim, because I get so discouraged. Oh, I'll, I'll, oh, you're you giving know, a gift. I know I'm giving a gift, but I, it, to me, it's Buy like special. I want to see the joy of them <laughs> opening it. You know, some years I bring like the huge three liter bottle and I'm like, you got to open it now. There's like 50 of us here. You have to. No. What are you going to do with it when I leave? You know, it's three liters of wine. What are you doing? Anyway, well, you know, uh, you could bring two. You could bring one bottle that's a gift and then another one saying, yeah. hey, this is for the party. Oh, it's just uh, 
you, you got me you got me on a total another direction now but it's the holidays oh, no. so I, I gotta be i gotta be better all right when um, you come over to my house we will open the wine that you bring how's there that you go all right thank sounds you sounds good thank you um, <laughs> you better bring me champagne dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said drinkers of white rosé and sparkling are less likely to gift wine hmm. that's interesting that is interesting i wonder why that is I don't know, maybe because they're true a summer me, drinker. They're, they're, I guess I'm unusual. They're warm weather or summer drinkers, maybe. So I don't know. But, Interesting. you know, these studies we find, right? Mm-hmm. There was another article about the psychology of gift giving or giving gifts. And they suggested, which you were kind of hinting on earlier in the show, choose wines that pair well with various foods. Mm. And are at a price point of fifteen to forty dollars. So right in the middle of your twenty dollar usually is what you you go to, right? Yeah, for giving a gift, you know, it depends. You know, but you... it makes sense. You know, think about the food. You know, you don't maybe want to buy a mousse day if this time of year or or something that's might not be going with the food that you know they're serving or something like that. In case they do want to open it, they're saying it's trending big that more people are going to shop online, which. We know that yep. it's I still find it difficult doing that for wine when you can just find it as easy and not take that risk of shipping, but mm-hmm. it's a different world. <laughs> Changing. The wine industry insider said 29% of holiday shoppers are going to get alcohol and food gifts, 29%, but that's combining alcohol and food. They're mm-hmm. going to give alcohol and food gifts, but the number one Gift item. You know what the number one gift item is at the holidays, Kim? Fifty-six percent of the people what? buy gift cards. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. And just a little note to our listeners out there: you can buy gift cards for wine, right, or wine retails, or craft beer, or whatever. I, I hate giving the beer the 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 uh, heads up on the wine show, but <laughs> you, you can. You know, there's gift cards to buy for that. So if you want to stick with the trend, you can still, you know, buy a gift card. What else for holiday? Thanks, Cam. Anything um, you think we didn't confuse our listeners enough on today? Yeah. For the holiday? I think maybe we have confused them enough. No, I think we've, uh, we've giving, touched on right? the points that I wanted to touch on. We didn't really talk about wines to pair with certain holiday meals, but we sort of covered that with our Thanksgiving show a few weeks ago. You had mentioned briefly about you know the heavy foods, just heavy wines. You want to stay away from the summer clearance section when you're gifting wines this time of year. Mm, that's There's smart. Still, the rosé still makes a good gift. I'm trying to think if I had any other things, recommendations. I think I covered them all. Like Portugal, sparkling. I think we covered all of them. I like the food and wine combo gift idea. Yeah, that's that's big. I know it's a lot of the big, uh, not Hillshire farm. What are those uh, with the beef sticks there? Yeah, I think you're Swiss right. Colony and all that. They, they've been do, dabbling more, partnering with people with wine and Ah. throwing a thing in there but you can build those yourself and that's right give go to your local gifts. specialty food shop and uh, put together a nice gift basket or have them do it for you so another holiday show kim and uh i want to wish everybody including you kim a happy holidays i'll be over with my sparkling wine for you thanks mark merry christmas and happy you holidays too. to all of our listeners Thank you for listening to us today with our holiday show on the wonderful world of wine. We have been your hosts, Mark Lenzi and Kim Simone. You can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. Listen to our past episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. 
and happy holidays, everyone. Cheers. Bye, bye, bye.